every one of us is going through something at one time or another. And these funks, they come and go and they happen in so many different capacities. But what's important is that you are kind to yourself and that you understand that every single day is a chance to start fresh. What is going on, everyone? Emily Abadi here coming to you live from the AG studio, and you are listening to another installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle, a wellness-focused podcast where I connect with everyone from your favorite athletes to top experts and industry CEOs about their highest highs, toughest moments, and everything in between. We all go through hurdles in life, and my goal through these discussions is to empower you to better navigate yours and move with intention so that you can stride toward your own big potential. And of course, have some fun along the way. For this week's installment of Hurdle Moment, you are getting me and only me. It has been a minute since I've done a solo Wednesday episode, but I have been getting a lot of feedback that this is something that y'all like. And my goal here is obviously to aim to please. That is what I do. So today's episode, I am talking to you about how to get out of a funk. Now, a funk general term. There can be lots of different types of funks, so to speak, right? So a funk that I've been in lately, I've been trying to get a little bit better with my eating game. I've been a little bit all over the place since coming back from Italy and France and whatnot. So I'm working on that consciously. And I'll talk about that in today's episode. But of course, a funk's like not really wanting to move your body, a funk of not journaling regularly, even though you know that it's something that you love, maybe a funk of not meditating, a funk of feeling just kind of like blah, maybe a funk about not dating. God, (laughs) that is definitely something that I am kind of in right now. You get the drift. So many different quote unquote funks that you can be in. And we are going to talk about today me, this microphone, and you, the listener, about how to get out of them. Now, of course, me just giving you these suggestions doesn't mean that you're going to snap your fingers and everything is going to be 100% perfect and you're going to be completely out of these funks. But by implementing some of the tips that I'm going to offer you in today's episode, I promise you, you can grab hold of the thing that is holding you back, kind of bugging you, making you feel meh, and move forward into the non-meh territory. I know really great vocabulary here to kick today's episode off and you are welcome. Before we get into it today, I do want to say thank you to Adrian Williams for lending me his time and his beautiful, beautiful insights on community. We had a really beautiful discussion last night. If you are interested in catching it on demand, it is now available on the Hurdle website at hurdle.us slash shop. And also, I want to make sure that I call out next week's live NYC event. Local to NYC people, you've been asking me for one of these for a while, and I'm so excited to let you know that I'm going to be popping up on Tuesday, October 26th at the Lululemon on Fifth Avenue at 7 p.m. with my friends at Lululemon, as well as Tim West from Bandit Running, Cheryl Donald of Brooklyn Track Club and New York Running Awesomeness, Melody Weston of Back of My Feet, and Matt James, Lululemon Ambassador, to have a really special conversation leading up to the November 7th New York City Marathon about the hurdles that we face on the run. Something that I know a lot about and something that I know that you all can relate to from the goodness hurdle that is starting to the hurdle of nutrition, the hurdle 
of keeping it in your regular routine, the hurdle of injury. I mean, so many hurdles, right, that we face on the run that totally translate into our day-to-day lives. So if you're looking at the area, I hope that you can make it. I'm going to link the event in the show notes. I am really looking forward to it. And I can't believe that I'm saying this. I'm really looking forward to getting out, lacing up, and tackling the New York City Marathon myself come November 7th. Make sure you're following along with Hurdle over on social media. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I am over at Emily Abadi. And if you haven't done so yet, it would mean the world to me. Rate and review the show, will ya? It just takes a few seconds. You can do it in the Apple Podcasts app. And again, makes all the difference. Really, really appreciate it. That is it for now. With that, let's get out of this funk and let's get to hurdling. Okay, being in a funk. We've all been in them, right? In so many different senses of the word. As I mentioned in the intro to this episode, I've been dealing for sure with like a funk of not really being super mindful of what I'm putting into my body, which is okay. And we'll talk about why that's okay in just a second. But I know that in order to feel my best when I show up to the marathon starting line come November 7th, that I'm going to want to pay some more attention to this in the weeks leading up to that marathon. So how do we get out of a funk? It's a it's a good question, right? Because it is, for some, easier said than done. And today, what I'm going to do is give you an action plan of different strategies that you can implement to help you pave the way toward being a little bit happier in whatever it is that's making you feel a little bit meh. Again, the vocabulary in this episode, you are so, so welcome. All right. So step one to getting out of a funk is admitting to yourself that you're in a funk, right? That can be really hard for us to be honest with ourselves about things that are going on in our lives, especially things um, or habits that we've developed that we aren't really proud of. This is kind of like, I mean, like when a friend of mine is maybe spending time with someone that isn't quote unquote good for her. Maybe this is a guy that hasn't treated her well in the past. And as a result, she knows this and she'll just conveniently leave it out of conversation when we're catching up that she's been spending time with this person. Usually red flag number one, if you are spending time with a person and you don't want to tell your friends about the fact that you're spending time with that person, then maybe you shouldn't be spending time with that person. Okay, I digress. Back to the funk talk. The first step to getting out of a funk is admitting to yourself that you are in a funk, that something is going on that you aren't really into for yourself. Now, doing that can happen uh, in a few different ways, right? It can happen that you take the time to write down what is going on in your life and get really honest about how you feel like it is impacting you. Maybe this is journaling. Maybe this is in your notes app. Maybe this is literally on your laptop and an email to yourself, all of these things, great ways to come clean with yourself. Of course, the next step to coming clean with yourself might involve coming clean with a friend or perhaps a non-judgmental third party like a therapist. Both of those outlets can be really helpful when it comes to coming to terms with what's really happening in your life. So step number one, admitting to yourself that you are in a funk. Once you do that, once you get honest with yourself, then you can move forward and address what's really going on. But until you address it, until you come clean about it, love that term, then you can't make 
any forward progress. The next step to getting out of that funk, make a single item action plan. And I say that very purposefully because I think the thing about a funk, whether it is maybe you've been not exactly treating yourself with the most kindness, your inner dialogue has been a complete mess, or perhaps your funk is that you haven't been waking up at a decent hour, you've been sleeping in a lot, and as a result, you just aren't feeling really stellar in your body because you're not giving yourself the time that you need to come back to your center every day. Okay, again, so many different funks that we can be in here for the context of this conversation. So making a single item action plan is a way to not feel overwhelmed in making that forward progress. So let's take that example that I just provided of you've been in a rut with a lot of negative self-talk. So the first question I would ask in that situation is, why is it that you're in this rut? Is there something specific that's causing you to be engaging in this not-so-stellar dialogue? But beyond that, then I would ask you, what is one simple action that you can take, maybe starting tomorrow, that will help you get out of this pattern of not-so-desirable behavior? In this circumstance, maybe it's starting your day writing down one thing that you like about yourself. Now, of course, yes, this could be something physical, but I would encourage you to go a little bit deeper than that. So maybe your one thing action plan, your single step action plan is every day for the next three weeks, I'm going to start my day by writing one nice thing about myself, one thing that I love about myself. Once you start to do that, if this happens to be the funk that you're in and you can relate with this, then you'll start to recognize that there are so many beautiful things that make you who you are. Of course, when we're in these like negative self-talk moments, it doesn't really feel that way. But seeing them like visually looking at these sentences on paper or in your notes app can make a major difference. Let's take another funk thing. For example, I mentioned the funk of not really being the best about what I'm eating. Now, whenever I feel this way, the first thing that I ask myself is, am I literally starting my every single day? Once I sit down at my desk with my shaker bottle of AG1 from Athletic Greens, it's something that makes me feel really good in my body. I know this. I know that it's a way that I like to give back to myself. So I will ask myself that first and foremost. More often than not, of course, the the answer to that question is yes. I uh, have been such a fan of this product for so long that reaching for it feels like second nature. But then, okay, let's take that single step action plan one step further. Maybe I'm going to ask myself, can you make sure you're drinking three to four camelbacks of water a day? I have this absolutely massive camelback on my desk. It is called the Eddie. I love it because it has a bite straw. <laughs> and I know that if I drink three to four of those during my workday, yes, I'm going to have to get up to pee often, but that helps me do two things. One, it makes me feel better because I'm hydrating, but also two, it helps me not snack like I would if I wasn't drinking all of this water. So by implementing that single step action plan into my routine, I can get a head start on where I want to go. Now, again, I say this single step action plan with intention because it can be really overwhelming, right? For us to just be like, I've got to make a change. I've got to get out of this situation. I've got to pivot, right? 
And when we put together a like 20 step action plan, it's super, 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 super easy to feel mega overwhelmed. You want to make getting out of this funk, so to speak, feel really accessible and recognize that you have the power to take back control. That power will feel really within your reach if you start with one small thing at a time. Taking a break from today's episode to talk to you about my sponsors. First up, Gooder. Oh man, I love my Gooders. I really can't imagine what I would do without my Gooders. I've been obsessing over these sunglasses since the moment my first pair arrived. I love how they are both stylish and functional, and I never have to worry about them falling or slipping, whether I am biking around Prospect Park or hitting sprints around the East River Park track. I recently got my hands on a style that I cannot get enough of. It is called the VRGs, I believe. They've got this super sleek, all black version. It's called the Future is Void. And trust me, you are gonna look like a million bucks in these puppies. Of course, they have an awesome deal for the Hurdle fam. Head on over to gooder.com slash hurdle. Again, that is G-O-O-D-R.com slash hurdle. And use the code hurdle15 for 15% off today. Again, code is hurdle15 for 15% off at gooder.com slash hurdle. Also want to give some love to my friends at Athletic Greens. What is going on? AG1 from Athletic Greens. I mentioned it in this episode as one of my healthy go-tos. It's got 75 whole food sourced ingredients as well as prebiotics, probiotics, adaptogens, and superfoods. Shaking this up at the beginning of every day. It makes me feel whole. It's me giving back to my body and giving it what it needs to perform at its its best. Now, of course, AG1 from Athletic Greens has an awesome deal for you that you don't want to miss out on. It is five free travel packs and a year's supply of vitamin D with your first purchase at athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash hurdle. Head on over there. No code necessary to snag a bunch of freebies, including five free travel packs and a year's supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Right now, summer's fading away, winter is here, and there is no better time to make sure that you're giving your body what it really needs to function its best. So snag some today. The next trick to getting out of a funk, remembering that you are a product of your environment. So I'm going to go back to this, not exactly eating the best thing. On that note, before I get into this, I do want to say that when you admit to yourself that you are dealing with a certain something, you have to have some grace with yourself because if you're just sitting there and you're angry about the fact that you're doing things a certain way, that's not going to help you move forward. Cool? Cool. I'm glad that we set that up there. So back to you being a product of your own environment. If I'm trying to get better with what I'm putting into my body, but I have a cabinet loaded of snacks that have tons of processed ingredients and perhaps things that I know that if I eat, I'm not going to feel good in my body, then that means that I'm probably going to go to that cabinet every now and again and get one of those things. Now, I am never going to tell you that you need to completely cut anything out of your diet. It's just not what I'm about. 
I, in all of my years through my weight loss that I went through in college and that I feel is just like an ever-evolving chapter in my story, I never cut out anything. In fact, I used to go to a Weight Watcher Center to weigh in. And when I left the Weight Watcher Center, without fail, every single week, I would go to Dunkin' Donuts, I would get an iced coffee, and I would get a glazed stick donut. And that was like such a happy, rewarding, fun part of my week that didn't dissuade me or uh, what's the word? Like make me veer away from my goals. I was still able to go after my goal of being happier and healthier in my body and ultimately lose weight, even when incorporating this donut, which some people would be like, that thing should not be on your okay list of things that you can eat. You don't need an okay list in my opinion. So while I'm saying here, you're a product of your environment, I know that I can't keep a cabinet with Oreos and Jacks. I don't know if any of you ate Jacks when you were younger. They're like those cheese puffs. I used to be obsessed with them. Uh, Cheez-Its, God, frozen pizza in the freezer, like ice cream galore. Like there are so many things I can keep in my home, but I choose not to because I don't want to lean into those things all the time. Again, I'm saying that doesn't mean that you can't eat those things from time to time. But for me, it's just smarter for me not to keep them in my home. Now, other reference points for you being a product of your environment. If you are trying to journal first thing during the day, then a really great choice that you can make is to keep your journal on your nightstand. By keeping your journal on your nightstand, you will then wake up maybe turn off your alarm, which also happens to be on your nightstand, see the journal there and just be like, okay, today I'm going to take 60 seconds to write something in here. Of course, again, it's okay if from time to time you stray away from where you want to be, but in order to get unstuck and to beat these funks as we have deemed them, it is important that you set yourself up for the best success possible. Another great example of setting yourself up for success, if you're in a funk where you're not working out often, a really great tool tool for you if you want to get that done first thing in the morning is setting out your workout clothes the night before, or perhaps just keeping a drawer of workout clothes that you like all of them. I can't tell you how much of a massive help that was for me when I moved to Brooklyn that I got rid of so many different pairs of tights and tank tops that I didn't like the style or the fit. Now I literally open the drawer and I reach in and whatever literally is the first thing that I pull out in the morning, nine times out of 10, I'm going to just wear that thing. Now, of course, I have shorts that I like a little bit more for track workouts versus longer runs. You get the vibe. But by knowing that I enjoy everything that is in these drawers, that means that whatever I reach in and grab is going to make my morning a little less hectic and a little easier. And the last thing that I want to talk about when it comes to getting out of your funk is set some sort of like an end goal or like a end reward, right? Now you're going to be taking small steps to get to where you want to be, to get over the hurdle that is whatever is not serving you. And once you get there, you owe it to yourself to reward yourself for implementing these better for you habits to do whatever it is you're after. Get strong, date more, wake up early, journal often, again, endless list here. So 
what is that reward? Well, that reward could be putting a dinner on the calendar with a good friend to have some one-on-one time with someone you haven't caught up with in a while. Or that reward could be splurging for that infrared sauna session that you have been really wanting to buy, but just felt like it wasn't the right time. I'm literally talking to myself. I am going to an infrared sauna in 35 minutes from right now. I may be a little obsessed at the moment. But yeah, treat yourself because you deserve to be taken care of just like many of you have no issue taking care of others. I want to revisit really quickly before I let you go that idea of not judging your beginnings too harshly. Every one of us is going through something at one time or another, and these funks, they come and go, and they happen in so many different capacities. But what's important is that you are kind to yourself and that you understand that every single day is a chance to start fresh. So if you meet whatever challenge that you're facing with some grace, you have some compassion for yourself, and you show up authentically, honestly, and willing to make forward progress, then hey, that's the first step to making a great change for your overall betterment. Again, make sure you're following Hurdle over on social media. It's at Hurdle Podcast. I'm over at Emily Abadi, and I appreciate you. You got this. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time.